A good night of Shabbos Kodesh. Here we are, Shabbos Kodesh, Pashas Nitzavim, Tavshim Pei Beis. We're now two or three days out from the new year, Rosh Hashanah, the high holidays, <clears throat> a new start, a fresh start. We're preparing. We're getting close to Kodesh Baruch Okay, we're going to learn a Kliyaka here today, at the beginning of Pashas Nitzavim. Of course, we're learning so as we read through the Pesukim at the beginning of Tzavim, we come across where it says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Moshe Rabbeinu speaking on behalf of Tzavim Yisrael about HaKadosh Baruch Hu, about their specialty, their requirements, their depth, Hakadosh Baruch their what they what they responsible for, and the pasuk Yud Gimel, what I'm focusing on here. Gimel says so we say those who are here today, we are formulating, we are sealing this uh, treaty. And also those who are not here today, we're formally formulating this treaty. So Rashi says right away from a medrash, even the future generations that are not present in a physical way, they too are being incorporated within this treaty between Klai Yisrael, HaKadosh Baruch and the Torah. Zag the Kliyaka on the Pasuk. So he says, most of the most of the Mepharshim find it very difficult this particular Shfur that Moshe Rabbeinu is inciting or enacting on behalf of Klai Yisrael. Why? Because it's not only on the people there present, but also, as the Kliyakah says, also the children that are not yet here today. That means they're not, they're not here to, 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 to be proactive in its involvement. So how is it possible to enter somebody into a treaty and a, and, and, and a, and a shvur and they're not there? He says, Zakta uh, Kliyoka, the Shoyesh of this Kash is really the Akeda. It becomes, it's founded by the Akeda. So the, <clears throat> the Kliyoka explains a little bit lengthier that which Rashi said so poignantly and beautifully, a uh, Rebbe of Klai Yisrael, Rashi. And <clears throat> I'll, I'll try to, I'll, I'll, I'll translate as we go along. So the Tanchuma says, the Medrash says, that all the Neshamais, that in the future would be created, were present there at the time. That means Moshe Rabbeinu, when he said, and Enenu, he was talking about also the Neshamas that were not were not physically present, but they were present uh, in the Ruchnias. Kliyaka says he could see this from being didactic in the Lashon in the words of the Pasuk itself. Because when it says, for those who are standing there, it says, I made hayoyim v'nei Hashem alikeinu. 
And it doesn't say, and when it says einenu pai imanu hayyim, it doesn't say einenu pai imanu aymid hayyim of Hashem. So Zakta that's proof that we're talking about the neshamas. The neshamas weren't there standing physically. In any case, though, they were still aymid of Hashem. Tachas kisei akavid, like the malachim, shenekro aymdim. Malachim have that lashon we say they're aymdim. Like the Pasuk in Zechariah, the Kliyaka points out, the Pasuk in Zechariah, Nesati Lecham Mahalachim, Ben Ha'indim Ho'ela. Mahalachim, I'm sorry, Mahalachim, Ben Ha'indim Ho'ela. You could also say this from a Lushan of Imanu. Why? Because the Pasuk really should have said, Right? They're not here today. What's it mean, not here? Lushan Imanu. With us, they're not. But they are with Hashem, they stand before them, those Neshamas, which are not physically present. And a little bit further, Zakti Kliyaka. How is it, back to the question, we asked, how is it possible to incorporate a oath upon somebody, upon a Neshama itself? So the Kliyaka says, that as a child's... Um, uh, being born at the day of the Leda, the malachim inside that were with the child as it's coming out into the world makes us makes the child swear to be a righteous person, not a wicked person. So then the question remains why do we have to incorporate the children into the shul? Right? So, Dr. Kliyoko. Those that went out from Mitzrayim understood what they had gone through, understood the Yitzir, the redemption from Egypt, and the what we were owed to HaKadosh Baruch We served Hashem, Hashem redeemed us, therefore we accepted upon ourselves the Torah and the Mitzvahs. But the children that never lived in Mitzrayim, never went out from Mitzrayim, they might make a mistake and say, okay, our forefathers that went through such a process and were saved by Hashem, they had to serve Hashem, but we... We never were macabre, we were never involved. Therefore, there had to be a shvua as well for the future dyers. Why did the forefathers need to make a shvua? If the reason is to, uh, if the reason is to, um, to, the shvua is to tell the children, stay in the line, you too have to serve Hashem. But the forefathers, the ones that died, that went out of Mitzrayim, and died Midbar, so they already felt they owed it to Hashem what they needed a shvua for. So the Pasuk says, because maybe they saw Mitzrayim, they lived there, they saw what went on there, maybe there's some type of uh, some type of uh, unsettling, uh, something they picked up from the guy from Mitzrayim, from the Avodah Mitzrayim, from the Shikut Sehem. So therefore, in order to prevent any people, anybody, part of Klaisel, from thinking about Mitzrayim, and perhaps they want to copy their ways, so the Shavu was incorporated, even though they wanted to serve Hashem, and they felt they owed Hashem, but still in all, they were Nishpah, because Pen, because maybe there were people there that, that desired otherwise. Dr. Kliyoko, though, if so, if that was the reason, and the reason for Shavu, for the adults, for the dough that left Mitzrayim, was because maybe there were those who saw things, and had that feeling still within them, but then the, the question returns, the children that were born after Mitzrayim, they never saw anything but the Avodah Hashem. 
They never realized, they never had any inkling into serving Abba Dezara, into anything else that went on in Mitzrayim. Zuck the Kliyaka name. Why? And such a strong thing that Kliyaka says here. Because Be'emes, he says, children born on their own, they don't have any chashash that they'll go and, uh, and serve Abba Dezara. They're pure in the Shamas. They never saw such a thing in my island. But Zak the Kliyaka, such a strong thing. Why? Perhaps. Perhaps there's a lachash, there's a Zak the Kliyaka. That the, the children had a Tina, Tina Beliboy. Maybe through the actions of their forefathers. There was somehow left, sometimes a remnant, residual impulse in the DNA of the children, in the neshamas, in the futures, in the future diaries, because of that which the others witnessed or might have lusted after, even though they were nishpat Hashem and they corrected themselves and everybody was mekabal or terror. So still in all, the possibility exists that the, that the children, the descendants, had some type of hashba from the past. The nature of a child goes after the father, just like a branch goes after the root. Therefore, you had to make incorporate the children as well into the shvur, so they themselves feel required and realize that they're incorporated to relinquish any such thought, any such feeling that might creep up upon them. In conclusion, I one time heard a, a machshava from a Moshe Wolfson Shlita, I heard it on a tape, I didn't hear it uh, in live, but I heard it on a tape requir- uh, recorded that sometimes people, or somebody I think actually asked him, you could be completely involved and enraptured, incorporated in yeshiva, entire sitting and staying 24-7 mamish. I'm paraphrasing here, by the way, these are not the exact words, but this is the thrust. And uh, you spend, spend many years, even in Eretz Israel, and somebody comes back and uh, all of a sudden some type of foreign machshava, some foreign thought creeps through your mind. It comes in. So, of course, you get rid of it right away. You don't spell on it. You push it away. But you wonder to yourself. I spent uh, the last three hours learning. I spent the last uh, six months sitting in the best medrash. Where in the world did this thought come from? I never in my, my life did I ever <laughs> exposed to such a thing. What happened here? He said, but you should know that the radio waves are surrounding you and the television waves are going past you. Of course, you're not going to be uh, in tune to them, but don't think they don't have a hashpah. Of course they have a hashpah. Okay? So, as I stack a word, we're in a gulus. We, we, we don't always concentrate on everything around us, but there's some type of hashbaz. So we have to turn around and push it back. We're an amsegula. We're special. We, we are nishpat akadosh baruch we, we We pledged our oath to our king, and we're required to commit ourselves. So if something foreign comes past, remember, it's foreign. It's not part of who you and I are. Okay. Wishing everybody a good Shabbos, the final Shabbos of the year. May it be a special Shabbos, a Shabbos of Aliyah, and may it propel us into the Shana Teva Masuka to come. Bezas Hashem next week. Aksiba Chasimah Teva, good Shabbos. Call to.